On today's episode of the Enneagram Mom, we'll be discussing how to love yourself and heal yourself. Thank you so much for being with me here today. So today we are going to talk about loving yourself and healing yourself. So a lot of people come to me and they have these wounds, right? I'm doing one-on-one with people that have wounded messages. I'm just giving you a heads up. Every single number has them. If you did not listen to my podcast episode on wounded messages, go ahead and listen to that. It's just a few back from this. But every single one of us as a child, unintentionally or intentionally, was handed a wounded message. And that's painful, right? That's painful, and we don't know what to do with it. So I was at a retreat last week that was put on by Amanda Lauder. She's Amanda Lauder Coaching. She is a relationship and sex therapist. Um, Absolutely recommend her and her podcast, so go check her out. I loved this weekend so much because not only did we talk about relationships, we learned that you have to heal yourself to have a healthier relationship. So often we are learning that we need this external validation, right? I'm a type three, please validate me all day long. But when you learn to validate yourself and love yourself, growth happens growth happens. It comes and it's beautiful because you're not looking for your partner to tell you how gorgeous you are because you already know you're gorgeous. You don't have to your partner tell, you don't have to show your partner what you bought all the time, even though I love to, because you know what you got and you love it because you have that confidence. So this doesn't just come, right? This, this is something that does not just all of a sudden show up and we're like, okay, I love myself. And this doesn't even come through us sitting there saying affirmations over and over again. I'm so beautiful. I'm so smart. If you don't believe it, it won't make any sense, right? So let me tell you a little bit about my journey to self-love. And if you've been following me for a while, you've probably heard a lot of this. Um, But I want to put it in the sense of healing yourself. So um, I was abused for many years as a child. Um, and during that time, I was not the only one abused. So I also witnessed other abuse. And then I was also as an adult in a domestic violence relationship, um, and experienced emotional, um, physical, sexual, all sorts of violence and trauma. And so coming out of this, I truly had no validation, right? No self-validation. And during that time, no one was validating me. And if they were, I did not hear them because the other voices were so loud. They were so loud and they told me what to believe. And so I began to replay these thoughts in my in my head, okay, that made me determine what my worth was. And one of those wordings I would say to myself is, I'm stupid, This thought would come to myself quite often. And once I started therapy, I realized how often I told myself I was stupid. Um, That was quite often. So I, in therapy, ended up writing down these words, I'm stupid, I'm stupid. And I can think of things to validate that, right? Oh my gosh, I'm stupid. I forgot the car keys. I'm stupid. I was in a stupid relationship. I'm stupid because I can sit there. But there is nothing to tell me that as a human being, I am stupid, Right. During that time, I sat down and I tried to find the external validation 
to see if I actually was stupid. And let me let me tell you, I'm not stupid. Okay, I am beyond stupid. I thrive on knowledge and growth. I am constantly reading new self-help books, new improvement books. I am constantly working on bettering myself. So I sat with that I'm stupid word and I realized that I had to change it. Okay. My therapist was encouraging me. Okay. What else can you tell yourself? And so I was like, well, if I'm stupid to lie, then I've got to find how am I extremely intelligent? How am I smart? And I have to find that. Okay. You know, I am smart. You know why I'm smart? I have a bachelor's degree in elementary education and I put myself through school while working two jobs and I was pregnant with my son and had him three months before I graduated. Don't tell me that I'm stupid. I am extremely intelligent. I graduated with honors in high school. I am a person that can pick up any skill and learn how to take it. I am intelligent. And there are so many intelligent moments in my life that can prove that I am not stupid. But we all come with this wording we say to ourselves, whether it's you're looking in the mirror and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. I am fat. I'm huge. How did I become like this? Or you're looking at yourself after you yelled at your child and said, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mom ever. Who let me have children? Whatever those thoughts are, they come. So I went to therapy. Um, This was about a year, uh, no, less than a year after I had my son. And in therapy, I actually was in group therapy with other women who had went through child abuse. And we're sitting in this room and we're telling our stories, which for many of them, it was the first time they had ever talked about their abuse with anyone. Um, No one else knew their story. For some of them, it was only their spouse knew their story. And here they were in a safe space, opening up and sharing their abuse and what they had gone through. And I was watching these women share their stories that were similar and different than mine. And the way they talked about themselves, the shame that they had, the way that they looked at themselves was painful. And it was like I had a moment where I looked at each of them and thought, oh my gosh, they're so beautiful and they don't see it. These women are warriors and they have no idea how much energy it takes to hold that in, to hold yourselves together when the world's falling apart, especially as a child, when you're trying to make sense of everything around you and everyone is stripping you of everything that makes sense in a world where people are meant to keep you safe and you are not kept safe. And these women were opening up and all I saw was warriors. All I saw was beautiful people. And that's when, for the first time, I looked at myself and thought, I must be a warrior and beautiful too. What if I'm just a little broken and I just need help getting back together? Because guess what? We're all just a little broken. It may not have been through abuse. It may have been through different circumstances, but we're all a little broken. So as I realized this, one of the things the therapist talked about was that you cannot love other people until you love yourself. And I thought that's a lie. I love my son. I love my husband. No, that's a lie. I totally, I was firm. I was very firm in my stance. And as I learned to love myself, I can a million percent say that is so true. 
because I was blocking the bad. Okay. If you know what I'm talking about, where you have all this bad in you that you just feel yucky, you are constantly managing that every day, holding that down and pushing it down and making it not hurt. And when you are trying to make yourself not hurt, you are also making yourself not feel good. You're not feeling the good. So you're blocking yourself from pain as you're blocking yourself from experiencing true joy. It's hard. It's hard. So I've taken this word that I'd say to myself, I'm stupid, and I rephrased it. And guess what? It wasn't a day that I was healed. It took months of every time I'd say, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. I would actually start saying to myself, that was not a smart choice. But guess what? I am smart and I can figure out a better way to do this. Can you hear the growth in that? I wasn't telling myself like, I'm so smart. Like I was not just replacing that with an instant flip. I had to literally make the flip of the word to make sense, to help me change the way I thought of myself. And not only that, I needed to change the way other people thought of me because um, as I was younger and got older, sarcasm was used a lot in my family and they did it to build a relationship. They did it because they didn't know any better. Right. And so they teased me about how stupid I was. Now they never used the word stupid. It was just one of those, like, uh, they kind of intended for it to come across that way. And I began to realize that the, the, I kept validating what they were saying to me. So say you have unhealthy people in your life or people that just don't know better. Okay. A lot of people are unhealthy and they don't understand they're unhealthy. Um, and if they knew better, they wouldn't do that. Right. Hurt people, hurt people. And when people start to examine things because someone questions it, that's when growth can happen. Okay. It's the same as if I mention I'm on a medication and someone's like, oh, medications don't work. And I'm like, you, I'm on a medication and I have been, and it saved my life. So you, you, you can't tell me that. Um, that's great to have an opinion, but it, it makes people go back and question that and go, oh, this is something I've thought for a long time. And I'm not trying to make someone change their beliefs or what that I just literally am giving them an opening to see that there's other possibilities. So I would go to my family's house after I've learned to love myself. Right. And I have changed my opinions about myself and they would make a sarcastic comment. And I'd actually look at them and say, I'm actually extremely intelligent. There's a lot of proof to back that up. And I started to say these things and I meant them. And my family all of a sudden was like, oh, this is not as fun as when I'd just be like, yeah, I totally am stupid. <laughs> or I just walk out of the room or I get my feelings hurt and go home and cry. No, it, it's not as fun when someone stands up and says, hey, no, actually, I'm extremely intelligent and I'm really good at whatever it is now. So I want you to look at those people that maybe are hurting your feelings and see what the wording is that's coming to mind when someone talks to you. Because guess what? You start to love yourself and you don't need validation from unhealthy people. In fact, you, you stop looking for unhealthy people to validate you, right? You only want healthy people to validate you. And even more than that, you only care about yourself validating you. And you may not be in a healthy relationship right now. You may not be in a healthy place right now. Guess what? We all are there. I have had my ups and downs of healthy places and it's okay. It's okay. That's, that's part of your healing journey. So one thing I want you to do is I want you to take that sentence, whatever it is, 
I'm so fat. How did I get this big? Um, I feel worthless. Who would ever love me? Whatever this feeling is. And I want you to change it because when it comes to your mind and it hurts, it's like literally someone stabbing you. You can change it. Coming from a person who from the time they were three years old to the time they were 27 believed that they were a horrible, washed up, no good person and had no purpose on this planet. You have the ability to change your thoughts because I did. And the living proof right here. If you need proof that an old dog can change their tricks or learn new tricks, I am right here. And there's a million more other women I know who are learning this. It's not a trait that just came with us. It's something we have to learn. So I want you to take that sentence and I don't want you just to flip it. Okay. Cause I could have easily told myself, okay, I'm not stupid. So that opposite of stupid is smart. So then I look at myself and go, I'm smart every time. Okay. No, no, no. That that's too much of an exaggerated flip. Okay. This is the same as looking yourself in the mirror and going, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. And if you're literally looking yourself and going, but that pimple's right there. And oh my gosh, what's my hair doing today? And like, what is this like weird wrinkle going on? You cannot flip it in a day. It's going to take some time. So what I want you to do is take it a piece at a time. So mine was, I didn't make the smartest of choices, but I can make smart decisions. And so it's just that simple. I can, I can be this person. So one thing, if you're looking at yourself and saying, I'm so fat, I can't see it. I want you to find a feature you love about yourself, whether it be physical or not. And you can literally say, I love my eyes. Dang, I got good eyelashes in the gene category. My hair is on point today. Man, I love that I have a giving heart. I love that I was able to carry babies. Whatever it is, you can find something good about yourself. So I want you to start saying that because what happens is when you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, oh my gosh, how did you can literally go, not, nah, nope. I do not talk to myself like that anymore. And I can literally flip myself and say, I have the most gorgeous eyes. Look at those eyes. Those are, those are some beautiful eyes. And talk to yourself how you want to be talked to. So often we talk to ourselves the meanest. And I want you to imagine, this is what I had to do in therapy and it sucked, that I would tell a small little girl version of me, you're stupid. I would never look at a child and tell them that. I would never tell a little girl they're fat. I would never tell a little girl that they weren't capable of anything. And when you are doing that, when you say these things to yourself, you are telling your inner child how worthless they are. And guess what? That's the lie. That's the lie you're telling your inner self over and over again. And you can't heal if you continue to lie to yourself. Yourself is going, well, how can I trust you? And that's why it takes a lot of times of you rewiring your brain to say, I choose to find beauty in myself instead of finding the ugly. I choose to prove that my inner voice is wrong and tell my inner voice is right. You can heal yourself. And I want you to imagine that you are, you are, and it's going to take time. 
It takes time and it takes a lot of energy. But the thing is, when you begin to heal this inner child of yourself, and this sounds super hippy dippy, I don't even care at this point, because they, all of us has an inner child. And you can see the age of your inner child based off your reactions. So something bad happens and you lash out. Okay, everybody has it and you do something stupid. You act out as though you're the age of that inner child. It's a fascinating concept. So my husband and I would get in a fight before I did therapy and I'd literally act like a three-year-old. I'd throw things, I'd hide, I'd slam doors, I'd start sobbing. And I was like, I am the most irrational, stupid person. It's even embarrassing for me to like say as an adult woman, I acted like that. But I've also opened myself up. I've realized that the more we talk about it, the more that people realize they weren't alone in this. And as I healed, my reactive behavior got older according to the child that was inside me. So now when I throw a hissy fit, I'm about like 16 to 18 now. But I have more control and ability on my reactions than I did when I was inside a, a three-year-old. So I want you to kind of sit back and this is going to take time. And if you are an avoidant Enneagram number, um, hey, you're me. I avoid my feelings like nobody's business. But if you want to heal it, you can't avoid it. If you want to heal it, you can't avoid it. And it's there. And you can't change it unless you see it. Okay. Unless you see it and you analyze it and you go, this isn't working for me. And another thing I want you to also look at is you, the way you talk to yourself your children see and they see it and they mimic it, right? Have you ever had your child say something and go, oh, that, that, that's me. That's that. I said that. So me, your children see the way you love yourself and they will mimic it. So are you modeling healthy behavior? And if you are modeling healthy behavior in front of them, but behind them where they can't see it, or you think they can't see it, you're saying things, they see it. They see it in the way you hold yourself, the way you respond to situations. They see it and they begin to mimic it. You have a light inside you. And what happens is every time you take that light and tell you, tell it it's not allowed to shine and you dim it and dim it and shut it off. You shut everybody's light around you off. You make them dim their lights. And when you not only let your light grow, but grow into this wildfire inside you, you have the ability to light everybody around you. Have you been around that confident person, that confident person that when you're around them, you're like, oh my gosh, I just felt warm and I felt inspired and I felt lit and I, I'm so excited for life. You know why? They, they didn't just have a candle anymore. They took a dang wildfire and they got it inside them and they want to give it to everyone because guess what? Everyone is worthy of having a wildfire. It's you that takes it away from yourself. So if you want a healthier marriage, you want a healthier children, you have to see your worth, analyze it, and realize that nobody can take that away, not even you. So how do you heal yourself? 
Okay. Some of the steps I talked about are one, figure out what sentences you're saying to yourself. Two, how do I unchange this thought? Okay. And you're going to find proof that goes against the thought that's happening. And if you're having a hard time with that, go ahead and reach out to me. Um, I still have my one-on-one coaching. It's $25 for 25 minutes. Um, and I can help you with this healing process through your Enneagram. Um, and I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks to release a six-week um, kind of package where we can for six weeks work on healing yourself. Um, but I-, I want you to do this work. And the problem is it's hard. It's hard. And it takes time. And sometimes, especially if you're in an unhealthy place, you don't see where to go. So I'm high, a huge fan of therapy, huge fan of therapy. And I know knowing your Enneagram can take you to places you never imagined because everyone deserves a wildfire that they can just spread to everybody. You can share your light. You get to choose it. So next week, or on the next episode, I am going to be talking about what a healthy Enneagram looks like and some steps to become more healthy and more self-aware, because that's the goal is to give you the permission to not only see who you are right now, but to know what you could be, what you're meant to be and how to grow to that. So we'll see you next time on the Enneagram Mom.